You know, I think about the opportunities that we provide and connect our families for workforce. And it's just not just any job, Byron. These are jobs that are paying living wage. You know, sometimes families, they have a desire to have a savings account. You know, we take those types of things so much for granted. And that for them to be able to have a job to say that I was able to save $10 this pay period to go towards something that I've been desiring to do for my family. Those are the types of things that just warms my heart. Agape Child and Family Services walks alongside nearly 3,000 children and families each year in an effort to keep them safe, smart, and successful through school-based initiatives and site-based services in under-resourced communities, communities like Frazier, Hickory Hill, and Whitehaven. They provide counseling, homeless services, adoption, and foster care while providing opportunities for faith development. Hi, and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. Today, we have the privilege of having two wonderful staff members from Agape, and that is Jim Harbin and Tori Taylor. They're both joining us by phone. I'm excited to have them be on the show today. Hey, Jim and Tori, how are you guys doing? Good to be here. Thank you, Byron. Yeah, thank you. Well, let me start with you, Tori. How long have you been working with Agape? Oh, Byron, I have been blessed to be as um, in the role of Director of Development for three and a half years. And what are some of those responsibilities include, Tori? As the Director of Development, I am responsible for our philanthropic efforts to keep our programs going. So you got a big job. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes, sir. You, you got to grease the wheels, make sure they're moving, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all day, every day, but I can't do it without the office support team of the leaders and, more importantly, our, uh, the entire staff of Agape Child and Family Services, for sure. And what an incredible staff you have, especially you got yes. a guy like David Jordan, you know, that's helping to orchestrate and lead that organization. So, my goodness. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jim? Yeah. Tell me about your tenure there with Agape. Well, total, I've been at Agape for about seven years, and I am currently leading the Becoming One uh, Marriage Project. Okay. And we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Something coming up we want to cover. we got several things we want to cover on today's show. But this is an incredible story. Since its founding back in 1970, Agape has grown from a staff of two to nearly 100 team members and 2,000 volunteers. The organization itself has a long history here in our city, founded through the affiliation of the Churches of Christ, focusing on foster care and adoption services. Those foster parents, Jerry and Carol Lee, their personal experience way back in the 1960s led them and other members of the Churches of Christ to found Agape 50 years ago. And you guys just recently had that big 50-year celebration, didn't you, Jim? Yeah, that's correct. We had a great celebration. And unfortunately, with COVID-19, we had to you know, modify some of the in-person activities. But yes, we're celebrating that Agape has been around for 50 years, and we are a movement. I like that. You are a movement because it's really based on the longevity, the bumps in the road, if you will, you know, because ministry is hard, isn't it? Tori, when you work with people, it can get messy sometimes when you're working with people who are marginalized, maybe stuck in the cycle of poverty and have been for a long time. You're trying to bridge the gap, connect, to offer those services. And so there's a, a lot to learn, I'm sure, in the past 50 years. You guys do such a great job. 
Yeah, you know, Byron, you absolutely correct. It does get messy at times, but the one thing about agape, what makes agape so unique is that we hear and we listen to our families that we work with. It's not necessarily us telling them what to do, but we want to hear their heart. We want to hear their dreams and aspirations. And from there, we make the connection of resources and being that place where they can really lean into us. And so I will have to say that, you know, that what really makes us unique from any other place-based organization that focus on community development. Boy, I think you have to really take heed to what you said there, to listen to your constituents, you know, to hear their heart cries. I mean, when somebody can come and put in, well, of course, with COVID, you can't do this right now, but when you can come alongside somebody and be an ear, put an arm on a shoulder and hear the heartaches of people before you just kind of go in with a cookie-cutter kind of ministry, right, Jim? Yeah, exactly. And the approach that Agape takes is called a two-generational approach, and it's the whole family. So uh, while there's a STARS program that works with children in the schools, there's also the family-connected part of the program that works directly with the adults in the household. And then, as Tori mentioned, the other part of this is voice and choice where we come alongside families and we're trying to hear their voice, understand their needs, and then try to bring resources either directly through Agape to provide support or we partner with someone else in the community to provide support for the families based on what they actually need and want. See, that's another great thing about Agape I love so much is that you guys see the need that you can't do it all, so partnerships in the city Tori, I know you probably crave even more with the work you do and having that director of development looking for new ways you can partner with others. Maybe they do one thing maybe better than the other, but you can kind of merge those qualities together to provide the maximum services for your clients. Absolutely, Byron. You mentioned earlier about how we have just grown. You said 100 plus. Let me just tell you, we're at, um, we're close to 150 staff members now. So can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. In, in, yeah. In addition to that, Byron, you know, we have over 100 plus um, community partners that walk with us. We are not, we don't want to be recognized or to call ourselves. We know it all because we don't. We know that we are connecting. We are the arm in this kingdom work to connect our families, but also be a resource to those that walk with us in the community effort. Now, when we talk about funding, absolutely, we are looking out um, in every possible way to say that we want you to support us, whether that's in a volunteer role to help our families and connect them to resources or just to be that extra support. For example, if I may can give this, You know, um, as the children, um, as Jim mentioned about our STARS program with our children with education and in school, we do have after school program support. And, you know, when we are allowed to be back in a community where everyone is safe, um, as we do acknowledge that we're still in a pandemic, we need volunteers to help with um, um, tutoring sessions for our children. And so we need that support. You know, you may that may not be your strength. But also your company wants to be involved and really help move our mission and vision. And so there's plenty of opportunities to do so. I encourage your listeners to visit our website at agapemeanslove.org to learn the 
scope of the work that we're doing. Oh, and the scope is incredible. And listeners, I do encourage you to do the same thing. And, and while, can we just stop here a second? Let's just say this throughout the interview. If you text, and help me out, Jim and Tori, if I say this wrong, text mm-hmm. to give agape 2021. Is that what you text give agape 2021? Is that what you text to the number 41444? Absolutely. You will text agape 2021 to 41444. You're absolutely right, Byron. I want you listeners to write it down and have it beside you, share it with your friends. But throughout the interview, you can do that anytime that you hear the interview text to give to Agape to help support the great work they're doing. Agape 2021 to 41444. Agape 2021 to the number 41444. Please do that. We'll give that out again. But doesn't hurt to go ahead and share that at the beginning of our time together. <laughs> Uh, Tori, one more thing. You had said that you'd been with the organization for about three and a half years now. What pulls at your heartstrings the most about the work of Agape in our city? Oh, my goodness, Byron. I have to say the fact that our focus around families, um, the family, the fact that there, you know, the dynamic of families is from tradition to non-tradition. And when you hear about a, a mother and her children fleeing from domestic violence and we become a resource for that mother to, to one, become into a safe zone. But while she's in that safe zone, building her up to create self-worth and and opportunities to learn how to become self-sufficient, but also for those children as well as they don't, we don't want them to miss a beat as they're on their education journey. You know, I think about the opportunities that we provide and connect our families for, um, for workforce, and it's just not just any job, Byron. These are jobs that are paying living wage. You know, sometimes families, they have a desire to have a savings account. You know, we take those types of things so much for granted. And for them to be able to have a job to say that I was able to save $10 this, this pay period to go towards something that I've been desiring to do for my family, those are the types of things that just warms my heart. That is so beautiful, Tori. I can't imagine how you get to hear that story repeated over and over through the services of Agape. Jim, what about for you? Is there a typical day in your work assignment with Agape? Yes. In this environment, it looks different. But uh, my typical day is I'm involved with couples and families trying to help them with their relationships and putting together this conference as well as putting together the uh, Becoming One project that will last for five years working with couples. And so communicating with couples, communicating with church leaders, communicating with marriage mentors, I'm doing that either on the phone or via email or text messages. And then also occasionally there are some face-to-face meetings. Jim, is there something that you witness in what you do at the work at Agape that makes you really proud to be a part of this organization? What I do that makes me proud of uh, being at Agape is working directly with people in the community. I think you mentioned earlier that we were in uh, Frazier, Hickory Hill, and Whitehaven, and Agape has strategically emphasized being in those areas and trying to do work well in those areas. And so I know the people in the areas that Agape 
works with and where we have services. And so being able to see the change in the community, uh, the change in people's lives, and the change even in some of our partners that we uh, work with, like, for example, the uh, the hub churches, seeing that uh, movement, seeing that progress is just really beneficial to me. And it, I see that we are actually making a difference, and that's important to me. Okay, so those hub churches you just mentioned, is that a partnership, or what is that all about? Yes, that's uh, actually a partnership, and one example would be in Frazier, where we're uh, partnering with the Pursuit of God Transformation Center, and there's actually staff of Agape pre-pandemic that was housed at, they call it POG, uh, Pursuit of God Transformation Center, and where our staff, family connectors, stars connectors, teamwork connectors, and so we were able to provide a, a hub of activity and resources right there in the heart of the Frazier community, and this is in partnership with the church. So it's not Agape coming and taking over, but working with the what the church is already doing in the community, the schools in the area, and the families in the area. And so now instead of them having to go to Director's Row where our corporate headquarters is, they're able to go right into the community to a hub church and have the services of Agape delivered to them and if they've got transportation issues, then it's right there in their own community, in their own neighborhood. What a blessing and a benefit, as you say, Jim, for so many, because many that don't have transportation, and they don't really go much further outside their neighborhood, you know. So uh, a ministry like Pursuit of God Church with Pastor Ricky Floyd, who's great brother and yep. doing great work in the community, churches like this, having that connection there is so vital, and I can see that. Well, as we talk about barriers that families face. Let's just put it more personal, barriers that our families face, because these families belong to us in our city. They're our families. So what are some of the barriers that families are facing right now that you're working with currently, Tori? Well, Byron, um, there are several of them. One is around creating stability around housing. I mentioned to you you know, being that resource for those mothers who are fleeing from domestic violence. But I also just have to, you know, add, add special emphasis around this. You know, last year was just unprecedented time for us, all of us. And as we know that many of our families experienced job loss, loss of wages. They may have started a job and had to be because they were just starting in, you know, layoffs. And so as we're starting to see is that, you know, the resources needed for utilities and rent, um, rental assistance that's needed for our families. Those are barriers when we talk about housing, education. As our children right now are doing this um, hybrid type of schedule, some are in school, some are at home, some are doing both. And that's barriers that's untraditional for children or even how our system has been, um, been leading the way of education journey for the kids in the Shelby County area. So that, 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 those, are, those are barriers. However, I will say that um, this is the first time for us, this is such a win for us, as we have seen parental engagement for us go through the roof because the kids are at home, everyone is at home. So there's a slight change. And, you know, I just have to say that's a win. I'm sorry. We <laughs> talked about barriers. I'm so sorry. But, that, you know, to me, that is just so promising. I want parents to be engaged. Yes. Well, and that's so important, too, because as you look at barriers, 
hey, we're not going to be limited by barriers. That's just going to be right. That's just the call to action. That means we've got to do something about those barriers, right? Right, absolutely, and a few others. Um, when we talk about um, workforce, job connecting to jobs, you know, transportation is an issue, and we're working with some of our key partners around how to make that happen, particularly Meta, but also too, you know, um, some of we've been very creative. And how we position um, um, opening jobs for our families. And last uh, and not least, which is so core of who we are, is the hope. Really providing, you know, Jim, along with Pastor Dan, who leads our faith formation and engagement, those gifted individuals walking with our families. You know, again, I mentioned, we, I mentioned earlier about that voice and choice. Now, if our families want to know more or have that walk with faith, walk with Christ, there's a team that is and that, that is gifted to do just that for our families. Wow. So when we talk about those barriers, those are some of the things that our families are dealing with right now. Well, Jim, when we talk about families, I know they're important to you, especially as we talk about marriages, because having strong marriages is important to having a, a strong family in our community. And that's foundational for any healthy community is having strong families. But sometimes couples need a little help in their relationship. So that's what you're about. And I know there's an upcoming virtual marriage conference. Exactly. Uh, That's coming up starting this Friday, April the 30th at 6 o'clock p.m. And and it's concluding on Saturday, May 1st. And so it's going to go from 8.30 to 3.30 on Saturday. But at that Becoming One Marriage Conference, it's going to be high energy, and it's a and it's a format that's designed to deliver sessions and breakout sessions and general sessions where couples can get skills and tools to work on a relationship. And part of that is we have listened to what couples are saying they're struggling with, and so the conference is designed around those matters that couples say that they're struggling with. For one example, would be communications and conflict resolution. And so we designed it to help address those needs. And Jim, too, I imagine that because of this pandemic that we're in, that's causing new type of stresses on families and couples. As Tori's already mentioned, you know, some are losing their jobs and trying to pay the, the light bill and trying to figure it out. And it puts sometimes extra stress on couples. Yes, it does. And with the pandemic, so there's the employment issues, either underemployment or unemployment. Uh, that couples are facing because of the pandemic. And the neat thing uh, for me working at Agape is we're able to address those issues holistically. So we're addressing relationship matters with the couples under the umbrella that I'm working with, but then we also have family connectors that can work with them related to other matters that they might be dealing with, that they're needing counseling they're needing other support, then we can provide some resources internally. And then also, as Tori mentioned, there are over 100 partners that we can make a referral to and get some of the other needs met. Well, now, Jim, this Becoming One Marriage Conference, as you mentioned, is starting this Friday, April 30th. This is a, a virtual conference. So is there still time to register? Is there still time for couples to sign up? Yes, there's still time for couples to sign up. The actual deadline is Tuesday at midnight, and they can sign up at our website, agapemeanslove.org, or also they can sign up through Facebook at Agape Means Love, 
or there is a way to text. You can text becoming the number one to four seven four seven four seven. So texting becoming the number one to four seven four seven four seven and they can register and registration is absolutely free and attending the conference is free. Wow, that's really good news. And that's gonna be a big help too. So couples, take advantage of this Becoming One Marriage Conference this Friday, April 30th. It's virtual in the comfort of your home. Maybe let grandma watch the kids, or maybe the kids can play in another room while you take this relationship with your spouse serious and learn some tools and get some advice and help to work through some of the difficulties. Not everything's difficult. I mean, there's also just some fun things about being married, too, in relationship. little tidbits that we guys especially need, right, Jim? (laughs) Yes, exactly. And so there are going to be actual breakout sessions that are just fun, where the couples are going to play games and just have fun with each other. And I might add, get some prizes. There's a time on Friday night when there's going to be a couple's toast just to celebrate being together. And there's a a couple's box that our staff put together where there's a Becoming One t-shirt. And again, all of those items are free. The individuals who register, uh, there's a, a, when we do the toast, there's going to be apple cider and there's candy in the box and a little card in the box just so that couples know that we care about them and they can have fun as being part of this virtual conference conference that Agape is putting on. Oh, I love it, Jim. I love that little creativity you guys are putting in there, making it a lot of fun for these couples. Well, Tori, another big event for you guys is coming up, the annual Kids Cup Classic Tournament at the world-famous TPC Southwind on Monday, May 17th. Give us some details about the golf tournament. Oh, Byron, I'm so excited. One, we got this conference going on that's starting on Friday, and then a few weeks later with this golf tournament at TPC Southwind. Now, this is one of Gape's um, largest fundraisers. Last year, we were unable to do it just because of where we were at that particular time and keeping everyone safe. Well, this year, you know, we're going to do it. We're going to be out there. We are asking all golfers or those who um, who just enjoy being out on the golf just to play around um, to support Agape. And um, this is going to be a great day. They can visit our website at agapemeanslove.org to learn more about the golf tournament. Well, I had somebody, I think Beth with Agape, who helps do some marketing with you guys, had reached out to me and said, Byron, would you like to play in the golf tournament? <laughs> yes! She was so sweet of me to say what. That was the kindest things that she could have offered. And I love Agape, but you don't want me on a golf course. <laughs> well, I'm having some lower back issues anyway, but I don't want to embarrass uh, the city of Memphis <laughs> and hold up the tournament by my horrible golf swing. I need to work on that, and hopefully my lower back will get stronger, so maybe next year I can join you guys. But registration on the day of the golf event, promptly at 11 a.m. with the golfers check-in, a shotgun start. I don't know if they actually shoot a real shotgun or not, but at 12 noon, a shotgun start. But this is that special fundraising event, as Tori mentioned, providing critical resources to the children and families at Agape Child and Family Services. And like we said, over 3,000 children and their families in the areas of Whitehaven, Frazier, and Hickory Hill communities. And you guys have a goal, I believe, this year of raising 125000 Isn't that right? Absolutely. That is the goal. And we are so hoping that we reach this goal. 
and by having this message out to your listeners that they will join us in helping us reach this goal of $125,000. Now, you might be listening to us right now and saying, well, you know, I don't golf, Byron. Uh, you know, my swing is probably as bad as yours, but I, I can't go. But you can still give by texting to Agape 2021, texting that verbiage to 41444. Agape 2021 to 41444. You can also give a donation to help support the work that Agape is doing. Now, uh, Tori, you did mention earlier about volunteers and just how you rely. Now, I know with COVID, it's changed so much with volunteers working, but talk about, if you can, some of the various areas where volunteers are used in the city where you provide services. Absolutely. Well, we are now starting to re-engage in the community as we are a place-based organization and our service is done that way. So right now we're doing it sort of like in a hybrid type of way. We're connecting with our families virtually. And so we're actually having volunteers to come with us on a virtual standpoint to give that um, support to children around tutoring and also support. Now, I will say to visit our website at agapemeeslove.org just to kind of see where we are as some things are still, um, we're still reintroducing those in a different way to keep everyone safe. That's a good word there, Tori. And let's just remind our friends, go to that website as a reference to everything we've been talking about on today's show, agapemeanslove.org, and you can learn about the history of the organization. You can learn about the golf tournament, about the marriage conference. All the information that we're sharing is there at agapemeanslove.org. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show today and just sharing your hearts. I love the enthusiasm. I love what Agape is doing, has done for 50-plus years, continues to do. You guys are always finding creative ways to reach the hearts of people. Well, Byron, we really appreciate you allowing us to talk about Agape. And if I could, just one more time, just to share with your listeners, just to visit us on our website at agapemeanslove.org. Thank you, Byron. It was really a pleasure uh, you asking the questions about Agape and the work that we're doing. Uh, around marriages, around the golf tournament. Really appreciate that. Again, like Tori, information that you're into about becoming one marriage conference is at agapemeanslove.org. Thanks again to you, Byron, and your listeners. God bless you, Jim and Tori. Thank you again for what you both are doing for Christ's kingdom. That's all the time, friends, we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. 